Christ is risen. Amen. Today is the seventh and final Sunday of Easter, but it is also the celebration of Ascension, which is actually was just this past Thursday. So our worship service is a kind of a combination of the last Sunday of the Church of Easter plus the Ascension, where Christ rises uh, to His heavenly home, and we'll talk about that in, in in our sermon today, which is based on the Gospel of, of John today. So we'll look at that chapter seventeen. So you might want to, if you have your Bibles with you. Mark that, because we're going to look at a couple different verses. Um, as always, we are so blessed. This has been a great Easter season, right? Oh, that was really exciting. Yep. That's like, oh, God, I just got out of bed now. Yeah, time to get up now. Wasn't this a great Easter season? All right. That's why we say Christ is risen. Hallelujah. So our opening hymn, just thank you all. Our opening hymn this morning is a hymn of glory, Let Us Sing. And when we come to verse 6, would you all rise for that? That's the final. It's a Trinitarian verse, which we're going to talk about in two weeks. That's Trinity Sunday. And so, have you all rise for that? Um, And we pray, as always, for all of us to hear, all of those who are watching online, that as we hear God's word through, through the songs and the hymns we sing, through our liturgy, and through the readings, and most certainly through the body and blood of Jesus Christ, and I pray also the sermon that you're all blessed, our faith is, is increased, and, uh, and just God p- puts us in a place that we can go out and do his mission. Let's begin with our opening
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Let us confess our sins before God and one another. Most merciful. As a called and ordained servant of our ascended Lord Jesus, and by his power and authority, I forgive you all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Go in peace and bear witness to the hope that is yours because of Jesus. We sing, love is here.
be with you. Let us pray. O ascended Lord Jesus, lift our hearts and minds to focus on your continued presence among us. Empower us to be your witnesses in our communities, state, nation, and throughout the world. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, world without end. Please be seated. Our first reading is from Acts chapter 1, and it is a responsive reading. In the first book, O Theophilus, I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day when he was taken up, after he had given commands through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. To them he presented himself alive after his suffering by many proofs, appearing to them during forty days and speaking about the kingdom of God. And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. This is the word of the Lord. The epistle reading is from Ephesians chapter 1. For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his great might, that he worked in Christ when he was raised from the dead, and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. 
And he put all things under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. This is the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. We know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. Hallelujah. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Would you please rise for the reading of the gospel? So the gospel according to St. John, the 17th chapter. Jesus said, I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one even as we are one. I in them, and you in me, that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that you sent me and love them even as you love me. Father, I desire that they also, whom you have given me, may be with me where I am, to see my glory that you have given me because you loved me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, even though the world does not know you, I know you, and these know that you have sent me. I made known to them your name, and I will continue to make it known that the love with which you have loved me may be in them, and I in them. This is the gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Would the children come forward, please? One walks up with dignity. Head up high. No boys today. So we'll have fun then. All right? So, um, can anybody explain to me what the number one means. You don't know what number one means? How about the number two? How about four? So right now, four could mean there are four girls sitting up here. One could mean there's one pastor standing up here. Did you listen to the reading I just read? Did you count how many times the word one was mentioned? Uh, I'm not going to tell you then. So your job, when this is over, or maybe over at Kid Connect, you can ask Miss Lois if she'll tell you or help you find it. Let's go back to this Gospel of John, 70th chapter, and count how many times Jesus says one. So I need you guys to come down here with me. What we're going to do is right now we're, we're just not one. There's four of you. There's one of me. No, stand up. Stand up. Stand up. There we go. All right? 
So are we, are we one? Are we still? We're not one, are we? We're not even together. You're not even together anymore. Okay, so come, come to me. Okay, so now grab each other's hands. Grab mine. Are we one yet? No. Okay, I'll take yours. So now we're one big circle, right? Stretch a little bit. And so we are together, right? Now I'm alone, right? Hands, please. Oh, you're alone too. Okay. I'm going to walk by my side. So this is what Jesus is talking about. He wants us not to be one by ourselves, but one together. So what we're going to do, we're not going to do a ring around the roses, but we're going to walk around to show that so they can all see all of us. No, walk in a circle. We're going to go in a circle. We're an odd circle, but we're going to get it right. See, we're one, right? And I'm getting dizzy, so we're going to stop. Here we go. So now, question for you. As one in Jesus, what do we do? Can you think of anything? How about what we're doing right now? We come together to worship together as one, right? Okay. How about if, let's see, if you're feeling bad, make a bad face like sad. Okay, what could we all do? We can get closer and say, oh, it's okay. We're here for you, right? We can hug, right? Grab her hand again, right? We can say encouraging words. You know what encouraging words are? Okay. So here, okay, this is a real test to see if you can do this, right? So I want you to look to the person on your right, the other right. (laughs) There you go. Okay. And I want you to say to that person something encouraging, something to make them feel good. Like, uh, pardon me? Yes, say something nice. It could be as simple as, you know, I love your pink sandals. That make you feel better? Feel good? Okay, there you go. So let's say something to her. You can even say, Jesus loves you. That's encouraging too, huh? Oh, that was a good one. So she got it. Your turn to your sister. Well, that was nice. Your turn. Right now it's your turn. You gotta say something nice about me. I'm really sad. I'll take the smiley face. Oh, you just stuck your tongue out at me. Okay. Well, we are still as one together. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Grandma's back there, and she's gonna have a chat with you. Okay. But, but it'll be a good one, right? Okay, see, see, smile. All right, let's pray, to, pray together because that's something else we can do as one, right? Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us Jesus who calls us and makes us one with you. Help us to always be one with each other, with Jesus, and with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, guys. Let's sing our hymn of the day, One one Foundation.
Hallelujah. Christ is risen. Today, our sermon text is the gospel lesson for today, John 17, verses 20 to 26. And we're going to take a look first at uh, the ascension. That's what just past Thursday what was. It's, it marks, uh, if you will, the return of our Lord to the right hand of his Father. And it's an incredibly important aspect to our Christian faith for, for many, many reasons. We're going to cover two today. But it seems to be, if you will, at least in my mind, in my opinion, the forgotten church holiday in the church. Uh, before service, Garnett shared with me, she was in Germany a few years ago, and she, she shared with me that even all the businesses closed on Ascension Thursday. That's, that's just like, wow, amazing to me. And, and the church in Germany is, is been Christian, the Christian church has been struggling for many years. And, and yet, at least a few years ago, the, the worldly world of Germany shut down on ascension. And I tell her, it kind of reminds me of the Good Friday of old, where we would shut down for at least three hours. But let's get back to, to the ascension and, and for a little bit. And then we're going to switch over to John's prayer uh, his parting prayer, uh, Jesus' parting prayer for his disciples. So for 40 days, beginning on Easter morning, our risen Lord would appear to his disciples, and then he would vanish. Then he would appear again, and he would vanish again. And I'm sure, at least I believe, that each time the disciples experienced the presence of, of the risen Christ, that their hearts experienced um, joy when they were lifted up, and they grew to understand the significance of his death and his resurrection for their redemption, giving praise to God for Jesus' victory over sin and death. But after our risen Lord had revealed himself on numerous occasions to his disciples, and after they came to understand the gift of God's redeeming grace, Jesus' mission on earth had been accomplished. And it was time for our risen Lord, the risen Son of God, to return to his heavenly Father, to receive the glory which was truly his, that he deserved. And as the disciples witnessed his ascension, it left little doubt that Jesus is the Christ, the very Son of God. But in addition, the ascension of our risen Lord, which the disciples witnessed, marked as the end, if you will, of their expectation of having Jesus appear to them again. And they lived out the rest of their lives here on earth. Thus, the ascension of our Lord also tells you and me that the risen Christ not simply was some kind of spiritual being just floating around in space, if you will, somewhere out there, which if we're lucky, we might just catch a glimpse of him. But it tells us the reality of that is wrong. The reality is that, that our faith is not one seeking to gain a glimpse of God in some mystic encounter with our risen Lord. Our risen Lord has returned to the Father. And thus, then the ascension of our Lord tells you and me, rather than looking in the, to the stars in order to, to determine God's will for, for us, God might spare him from the agony, if you will, of the cross. But, but I believe that, that where God needed to send Jesus to the cross for you and I, 
and for all those before us and all those who come after us because of the shape that we were in, our sinfulness. And so today what we do, instead of looking to those stars, we seek to find Jesus' presence from God, from his, his, his word, from his sacraments of baptism, of the Lord's Supper, and from each other. It's why with the girls this morning, we became one together. Because it's so important for us, and this is for the, the guys back in the day of when Jesus ascended, for them to be one. If you remember the, the history of the apostles, they often were not one. It was all about me, especially Paul and Peter and their little conflict. But they remembered what Jesus did for them. They remembered that, that Jesus walked on this earth for them. They remembered that he came back after rising from the dead for them to give them their final teachings and that he went back to heaven, not just for his own glory, but to wait for them to join him in their glory. But the same thing is, is that message from 2,000 plus years ago comes forward to you and me and that Jesus died rose and ascended for all of you, not just the apostles, not just the people of the first century, but for every single one of us here this morning, every single one of us watching online here, every single one who is out at many other different churches or not even at a church today, but a believer of Jesus Christ, for the understanding that through his death and resurrection, God grants us forgiveness of our sins and the ability to walk in the newness of life through God's grace. But not as one, but as one together. So we're going we're gonna to take the thought of the ascension and move it into to how Jesus sent his apostles with the final prayer. Now, the, the other four gospels, after Jesus' um, after the Last Supper, they send Jesus out to, to the garden. He prays. He asks God to take this away from him if he would. And then the soldiers come, and he, he goes to, um, gets beaten and put on the cross, and he dies. But John takes us to another place. John takes us to Jesus' final prayer for his guys, for his apostles, and so we're going to take a look at that. So if you have your Bibles, you might want to open up to chapter 17. And, and so let's look, and, let's look at the verses 20 and 21, and I'll read them for you. And you can listen, or if you have them, you can follow along. So verse 20, I do not ask for, and he's, he's praying to God the Father, I do not ask for these only, but also for those who believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. And what I find interesting with this prayer, prayer personally, it, go home today and read this prayer. Go find a corner in your house by yourself, read this prayer. And maybe it'll overwhelm you like it overwhelms me. Jesus not only is praying for his apostles, you catch that in verse 20, he's, a, he's praying for you and me. He even says, I'm not just praying for these guys, God, my paraphrase. I'm praying for everybody who is to come. That means he's praying for you at the end of the Last Supper 2,000 years ago. He, he, he extends 
to the Father, please, through my guys, my apostles, my disciples, and through those who they disciple and, and da, 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 up to the present time and, and past when you and I and, and our lives here on this earth, if God hasn't come back by then, is that to bring disciples to all those who don't know so that all will get to, to become part of the family of Christ, part of the family of God, part of those who will live forever in heaven. And this prayer that, that Jesus prays in John's gospel before he left to be betrayed and, and arrested and crucified tells me, and I, and I pray us, of, of Jesus' divine relationship with his heavenly Father and his mission in bringing God's grace to completion for those of us who've been baptized into his death and his resurrection. It is a prayer that tells us that Jesus' submission to the cross was for our redemption and that God might make you and me one with him just as Jesus is one with the Father. Think of that thought. Jesus, 2,000 years ago, is praying that his God will make you one with him. Do you find that humbling? Like, wow, 2,000 years ago, Jesus was even thinking about me then? And that's yes. And, and just for that reason, this may sound crazy to you, but just for that reason, it's reason to love God, that he would think of you 2,000 years ago, that he would think about me. This prayer that, that I like to say came from Jesus' heart and penetrates my heart and I hope your hearts with his words. And, and what he, if I had to just put it together in one, one few words, it would simply would be that Jesus is praying that each one of us would be one with Christ. Because being one with Christ is being one with God. And being one with God is being one with each other. Others, all those who are here and all those across the world. It's that circle that you saw with the kids actually goes and expands across the world and goes straight up to heaven. But, just so I don't get a fat head, it doesn't, the prayer is not so we can all just pat ourselves on the back that I have faith in Jesus Christ as my risen Lord and my ascended Lord. It is the Lord's prayer that we, you and I, be engaged in the ministry which he has entrusted to you and me. Listen again to the words of verse 21. Jesus says that they, us, may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. There's your charge. Not my charge to you guys. That's Jesus' charge to you, that you would be one with him so that you could tell the world about Jesus, so that he too, or they too, could be one with him. Now, now sit back, everybody, for a second. Breathe. And, and take in those words again. But Jesus said, praying to the Father, and he says that they, that would be Bill and Dave, 
Sylvia and Jane, Sandra and Dick. Now you can say your name, okay? Because he's talking to you. He's praying to God about you and about me. And that you would all be one, me too, just as you, Father, are in me, being Jesus, and I, Jesus, in you. That they, that's you now, and me, may also be in them, God, the Father, and the Son, so that the world may believe that you, God the Father, has sent me, Jesus. That's your charge. Not coming from me. This is Jesus praying to his Father to give that charge to you. With those words, again, thinking that Jesus 2,000 years ago would pray for me to be one with him and one in the Father and to go tell the world is rather amazing, let alone humbling. And, and maybe that is the same for you too. I believe as the first Disciples reflected upon this prayer of our Lord following his ascension. And it was prior to the gift of God sending the Spirit to them on Pentecost, which we celebrate next Sunday, that they had to be, fri- had to be a frightening thought for them. It was a time of reflection, a time to think about what Jesus' death and resurrection really meant for their own lives. It was a time to examine their lives and to come to terms with the meaning of our Lord's resurrection. And, of course, you and I have have been given the gift of God's Spirit. We live in a time following all those events. We know the biblical stories. We know that Christ was crucified, that he died, that he rose from the dead, from the grave. And we know that after his appearing to his disciples on numerous occasions for 40 days, that he ascended to be with his Heavenly Father. But on this day... The seventh Sunday of Easter, you and I are called to pause. We are called to think. When's the last time you paused and thought? And here, God is asking us to do that. And for us, knowing that Jesus was truly crucified and was the risen Son of God who ascended back to be with his Heavenly Father, you and I are then challenged to reflect upon his words and pause. For they are God's authoritative word for us and to us. And these words challenge you and me to hear our Lord's Lord's final prayer for us, his present-day disciples to continue his ministry. And though the first disciples of our Lord found it difficult to reach out with the gospel until they had been given the gift of God's spirit, God calls upon each and every one of us to reflect upon what we can do to further our Lord's ministry. Not only here at Trinity Lutheran Church, not only here out there in Reading and the surrounding communities, but around the world. And every time I reflect on these words, I'll be honest with you, I find myself lacking. But thanks to the grace of God that I might know his forgiveness and the power to amend my life to more fully reflect our Lord's saving grace.
And the same is true for you. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Let us rise and profess our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. I believe. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we live in a world filled with hopelessness and fear. Yet you give fruits of the spirit of love and self-control, not fear. Lead us as we proclaim repentance and forgiveness of sins in your name to all nations. Ascended Lord. Lord Jesus, we lift up to you those who who are grieving. We pray that, that they do not grieve as those who have no hope. Since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. Ascended Lord. Lord Jesus, we pray for those who are struggling with physical and mental health challenges, and especially those who rise to you silently now. Give them strength to meet the days ahead, healing of body, mind, and spirit, and ever-present reminders that you are always with them. Ascended Lord. Lord Jesus, some may trust in, in horses and chariots, but we trust in the Lord, our God. As we put our trust in you, we pray for our elected leaders and ask that you lead them with your wisdom, that they govern diligently and faithfully ascended, Lord. Lord Jesus, we look forward to that day when you will beat swords into plowshares and spears into pruning hooks as we wait for that day. We ask that you watch over and work through all fire responders and members of the military to bring peace and healing to our community and world. Ascended, Lord. And finally, Lord, we lift up all those who, who are suffering in, in 
in Uvalde, Texas, and in the surrounding areas, Lord. And we just pray, pray that you would bring peace to that community, peace to those families who lost loved ones, and, and peace to, to our country and the world. Ascended Lord. Lord Jesus, into your hands we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your grace and mercy. Into your holy name we pray. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who after his resurrection appeared openly to all his disciples and in their sight was taken up into heaven that he might make us partakers of his divine life. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing glorious day. One day when heaven was filled with his praises, one day when sin was black as could be, Jesus came forth to born of a virgin, dwelt among men like example is he. And one day they lived him up Calvary's mountain. One day they nailed him to die on the tree, suffering anguish, despite 
Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And after having given thanks, he broke it. He gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup. And after having given thanks, he gave it to his disciples and said, Take, drink. This is the cup of the New Testament of my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it. In remembrance of me. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Please be seated.
Let us pray. O God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, who sent your only begotten Son into the flesh to be our Savior, we thank you for the pardon and peace we receive in this sacred meal, which points us toward our glorious inheritance with all the saints. Give us your spirit of wisdom and keep us firm in the hope that Jesus will return in the same way that his disciples saw him go. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. We sing from all that dwells below the sky. Amen. Please be seated. Do we have announcements this morning? Dave? Good morning, everyone. So uh, this is a two-week announcement on June the 12th. We will be meeting for a voters' meeting, and uh, really essential that we have everyone here. Can I just ask, 
Who doesn't receive our messenger by email? My wife. (laughs) Now that's a surprise. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, so if most of you had a chance to read the messenger this last week, Jason uh, had posted in there the slate of officers and elders that we'll be voting on at that meeting. Um, So if you haven't seen it, you can go back and read it. But for those of you that didn't receive the messenger, Jason printed off some copies here for me this morning, and we can hand those out to you to make sure you have those. But mark your calendar. We need you here that Sunday. That's two weeks from today. Uh, We'll also have some reports uh, to you. I'm sure Pastor will give us a quick little pastor's report. He said yes. That's good. Well, uh, well, what's that? Quick, I don't know. Uh, we'll uh, give you an update on our financials, and we'll give you an update on our school. So God bless your day. God bless uh, this Sunday and the rest of your Memorial Week, and thank you. I just wanted to let you know that we have started to work on the decorations for VBS. It was a very interesting week. (laughs) Um, I had four guys helping me construct things, so we got the the main construction done. So um, we're well on our way. But there's still a few things that I still need. If any of you have any pieces of styrofoam, you know, the kind that comes in packages when you, you know, order something. We (laughs) used to. I know. Um, Well, we need to make some cactus, and we're going to make them out of styrofoam. And we would love to have some really big pieces, the kind you get at the Home Depot or whatever, that are an inch thick, you know, and they're four feet by eight feet tall. But um, they're a little bit spendy. But if anybody has anything big, like came out of a TV set or something like that, um, it doesn't make any difference how wide it is. It just has to be able to stand up. So it can't be the really, really quarter-inch you know, type. Um, if you could ju- just drop that by the church sometime this week. Um, and then if anybody has something like a hot knife that we can cut the styrofoam with, I'm sure we can improvise, but that would be the easiest thing to do. And then the other thing we still need is a couple large spray bottles. You know, if you use something, some detergent or something, and you have the spray bottle left over, it's gonna, it won't be anything that I'll return to you because it's going to have paint in it. But, you know, if you have any spray bottles, those are the things that we really still need. And um, I was planning at first on going back to work on Tuesday, but... I've got some things I've got to do at home Tuesday, <laughs> um, and I have a few things I want to finish on what we did. So uh, Wednesday would be the time that we'd probably be working again. If anybody's interested in coming and just painting and gluing, things like that, let me know because we will probably start work again on Wednesday morning. But if you let me know, I can make sure I give you a call one way or the other, Okay. Thank you so much for all the things that you guys have supplied, too, because we really needed it. It came in right on time, and now we're going to town on it, okay? Thanks, Rachel. And, and we'll send out a, another list next week also, because 
now that we've got all the decoration stuff that Rachel's doing, now we're going to let you know all the other things we need also. And so we'll send that out next week in a special messenger that just deals with VBS so that you'll know kind of other things going with it. Carrie? Uh, well, Rachel Menz and I won't be at that voters meeting because we'll be at the convention in Sparks. So next, a week from Friday, we leave for the convention in Sparks. Um, and I wanted to uh, let you know that we're collecting hygiene items for, it's called the Mercy Holistic Shower Ministry. There's a purple box out in the narthex. Um, they have a traveling, traveling shower uh, that they can get a shower in, and so they need uh, toothbrushes, toothpaste, shampoo, comb, bars of soap, and deodorant. So it, there's a list on the box, and there's a list in the coffee room, too. So uh, we're collecting those for the, the, that homeless travel shower truck there in that area. Thank you. That's, a, that's an amazing uh, ministry in, in Sacramento. Um, we used to have it up here a couple of years ago, and then our either, I can't remember, it was the city council or the, or the county council said, no more mobile showers. So, but it is an amazing ministry down, down there. Look, if you get a chance, look them up. Other announcements? Okay, so a couple real quick. In the narthex is a box. You may have saw it if you came in. It's full of uh, COVID testing um, boxes uh, for home testing. Uh, Receive those from Shasta Community Health. And so if you like one, take one box. Because I think there's like 50 boxes in the box, somewhere around there. Uh, help yourself uh, to um, one if you want one at home or need one at home. Uh, feel free to, that, to do that. Um, Bible study right after this at 1045 in the fellowship hall. Yeah, Jane. Okay. Um, for home use only, not to put in your car and take someplace else and, and do testing. Oh, no, they, no, they don't. They Gotcha. You can't use that home test if you're going to go travel someplace and you need a test. You have to go and get an official test so that they give you all those official stuff because the home testing kit won't print you out an official notice that you can do that. And in some places where you're traveling, still you still need to do that. So, um, I think that's all I that Hopefully, uh, those of you here last week uh, enjoyed... Uh, Pastor Rob's a sermon from, he's from our district office, he's the assistant to the president of our district, and he handles, he actually works with all of us pastors and stuff, so um, hopefully you, you enjoyed that. So remember, the, the, the charge, not my charge, the charge from, from God is that, that you are his instrument today, you are his disciples to carry on the ministry of Christ. Let's go in peace, let's serve the Lord. Christ is risen. Yeah.